Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Yo, what's going on? This is Kevin. Yeah, and this is Jordan. Yep, and today is Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. That's my something positive for this week. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, so I'm out here. What y'all got positive for this week? Um, my positive for the week is I will be taking a trip back to my roots. Um, going going home to Miami to see my mom and my brothers. I haven't seen my mom and my brothers in some years now. Um, long overdue. Yeah, sorry. Um... My positive, I got to go to another Braves game. Um, they lost, but it was still a good game. Um, we had them. We, it's basically the same thing every week. I mean, every time we go to the game. I was, I went with Penny, her mom, and her brother, and I was telling her while we was walking up, like, I don't have faith in us. <laughs> we um, get off to these slow starts, we'll come back, and then we'll, um, but we never capitalize when we have runners in scoring position. We had a runner on first and second in the first, second, and third inning. I think we only got two runs out of that. And then um, we also don't get outs with two runs. I think they scored. I know they hit a grand slam with two outs, but I think their other two runs came with, another two runs came with two outs as well. So, I mean, it's the story of the Braves, really. That's, um, but it was fun to go to the game. Um, I sat in the outfield, so there was a Red Sox fan that was yelling at the um, the, out, uh, the center fielder, basically. So it was fun just seeing fans interact with players again. And it wasn't like how it was in the NBA. It was just like general trash talking. But that was fun. And uh, like Brendan said, it's Juneteenth. I remember when my grandma first told me about Juneteenth. I'm not going to lie. It was... It was one of the first times I thought about telling my grandma I thought she was lying to me. Because I definitely did not believe her when she said it. But um, she sounded really excited about it. So I was just happy about that. It was her first time uh, knowing about it. Because like, she grew up in Birmingham. So like outside of Texas, you don't really know about it. But she had moved to Texas. So they had a big celebration for it. And they was um, celebrating everything. So she was really excited for it. So... It was just fun um, hearing the excitement in her voice and knowing now that it's a holiday. Um, it's, it's cool. Um, I don't think it's the end. I don't think that this is the finish line, but it's, it's cool. Um, just another accomplishment, I guess. A symbol. Anyway, um, we're going to kick this weekly recap off with um, CPT. He went into the COVID protocols. Apparently, he was already vaccinated, so that's a good thing. So, he shouldn't be in the um, COVID protocol for long. Uh, he may, may miss one game at the most. But, yeah, that's um, how y'all feel about CP3. Y'all think it's going to uh, hamper their chances of winning the Western Conference Finals? Um, I don't think so. 
uh, I think Phoenix is going to win this series against the Clippers. Um, just a little foreshadowing. But with CP3 being vaccinated, um, everybody do their own thing. But with the NBA, um, apparently with you um, getting the vaccination, it speeds up the process of you in the COVID protocols, right? Right. Like, so I think he has to spend less time away from the team than he would have if he wasn't vaccinated. Um, so if he do miss a game or two, I don't think it would be uh, detrimental to them because when he do come back, I think him without Kawhi on the Clippers is going to be enough to overcome the series, even if they might lose the first game. Yeah, I I don't see this. One, I don't see him missing more than a game um, because of what Kevin said, because he's vaccinated. So I feel like that would speed him through the process plus what is he already missed? Like three or four days, five days. Right. So I've, he's pretty much already through most of the days that he would have had to miss anyway. Plus, he is getting reevaluated today. So um, there might even be an update by the time we finish this episode. So I mean, it's not like <clears throat> um, I just don't see him missing more than one game. Plus, even if he does, I most of the reason I was picking. Um, the Phoenix is because I don't feel like the Clippers have anybody that can really stop DeAndre Ayton and I mean Reggie Jackson might be able to to do something in the pick and roll but I feel like DeAndre Ayton can move his feet he's a little bit more agile than uh, Rudy Gobert um, Kevin Kevin wants me to talk about Rudy Gobert but I mean Get on him. I've been saying it's nothing new to say about Rudy Gobert, bro. If y'all listen to me talk about Rudy Gobert all this time, I've been saying he's not that good. Like he's just tall. He's <laughs> he's really just tall. He he played really. He had some good moments in that Memphis series, but he was getting exposed by Ja. Ja tried to dunk on him a couple of times, and then Terrence Mann actually got him. So I mean. It's nothing really new for me to say that you haven't already heard about Rudy Gobert. Um, it's just the reluctancy of trying to even wanting to step outside. I was telling Brandon, I was watching um, Quinn Snyder um, post game interview, and he even said it like Rudy was reluctant to step out on the perimeter. Yes. Like, and now y'all see why when LeBron was picking teams and he said he needed some size, he <laughs> picks a bonus. Yes. Like that—that that just shows you he's not—he's—he's he's very overhyped. I don't think he should have three defensive player of the years in four years. But, I mean, that's a different argument for a different segment. And he's a total liability on the offensive end. Like, yeah, he might have some days where he get 20, but he would go 15 games and score at zero, fives, eight, ten. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Like, he's yeah. just like, if he's overrated on the defensive end, he really gives you nothing on the offensive end. And it was taught last season our before this season that he was upset with how he was used in the offense like he wanted to be used more and it's like what do you do you can't shoot threes you really don't have no post moves you get most of your points off of pick and roll dunks alley hoops putbacks so it's like you want to be more involved in the offense and you're not even doing that and then on the defensive end you let a 19 year old rookie beat you yam yam on you and beat you because a lot of those threes that was open for him and a lot of shots that was open for him, he he refused to close out on them. Saying my job is to protect the rim. Anyway, um, they both alluded to it. Um, Kawhi is out for the rest of the playoffs. They haven't officially said it's ACL, but everybody's um, 
ACL. And, I mean, they were saying hopefully he'll be back. For, I mean, he'll be back 100% next year. He just won't be, probably won't be back for the start of the season. So, I mean, I don't – I mean, I think the Clippers can – make it a seven game series but I'm still gonna go with Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals because pretty much what Jordan said they don't have nobody that can stop Aiden and Devin Booker gonna get his so I mean I think the Kawhi injury going um granted they got through the Western Conference semifinals yeah but um this is a different monster and they're gonna need I don't know if all they're gonna need all you know how um all of Philadelphia's role players are playing big in their wins. It's gonna they're gonna have to do that for a whole series for um, the Clippers to win. All of their role players are gonna have to play huge in this series. So I don't, I don't I just don't that's it all that to say I don't think they have enough. So mm. I'm going with um, Phoenix. How y'all going with this Western Conference Finals? Um like I say I'm going with Phoenix. I just don't think um, the Clippers have enough. Ty Lue has proven he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. I won't say great because if you're great, you always have to come back from a 2-0 lead. You know, I mean 2-0 deficit. But you know, um, he's a good coach. He knows the ins and outs of the games, and he know how to keep the troops together. And the biggest he, thing. Yeah. So he did that without Kawhi. He um, gave um, Paul George some of the space jam water or something. He didn't go out there and um, cost him the game. He did his part. Um, but it really was due to the help of Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson. If they didn't show up for Paul George 30, would have meant nothing. They would have lost. So do I expect uh, a rookie um, to continue this in the next series against a, a CP-led, Devin Booker-led Phoenix Suns team that's on fire right now? I don't think so. I think he's getting clamped up. I don't think Reggie Jackson is going to continue to do what he do, uh, what he was doing in this series. Um, it's just a different team they're playing. And Paul George, yes, he showed up these past two games, but Paul George has a history of forgetting how to play basketball in the playoffs, even after he have a good game or two. So you just got to show me. I'm not believing into this. I'm not believing into Paul George until I see this man win. I mean, not necessarily win the finals, but get to the finals. Or come up this series, and if even if you lose, show up every single game, and you don't be the reason that your team lose, then I say, you know, I give Paul George some credit, but he's too inconsistent after this, after all the injuries. But um, like Jordan alluded to, Aiton is more versatile and Elijah and um, Aljow than Rudy Gobert, and I think he has the desire to win the game, so he's gonna step out on the perimeter. And even if they get um, the Clippers catch um, catch heat from three, you still got Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Uh, Mikael Bridges, you got a lot of Jay Crowder, you got a lot of more weapons that's going to match that energy. Yeah, um, I feel like this Kawhi injury kind of dampens what was left of the um, playoffs. I was really, I was really excited seeing what he was doing on a nightly basis. Um, he was playing really phenomenal basketball. Um, I am as much as as much hate as I give Paul George, rightfully so. He deserves a lot of it. Right. Um, but I do have to give him his credit. I mean, yeah, definitely on 2K. <laughs> Worst cover athlete ever. Oh my goodness. But yes, um, I don't. I have to give him his credit. He definitely stepped up in these two games. There was a lot of pressure on him, and he definitely didn't fold under it like a lot of people, including myself, thought he would. So. Um, 
there's that. I feel like I picked Phoenix before um, Kawhi got hurt, so it wouldn't be fair of me to judge if Paul George beats Phoenix. Like it wouldn't be fair of me to expect him to win when I didn't expect him to win with Kawhi. So I'm not at this point. He's done what I want. I needed him to do. Like I don't. Like you get a game or two, that's cool. Like I just don't get swept at this point. Um, nah, like Kevin said, you you got to play well. It can't be your fault. I don't expect you to go out there and play well every game because you're Paul George. But I mean, if you go out there and do your part, then I mean nobody should have anything to say. You have the built-in excuse of you don't have Kawhi. Um, and I do feel like Phoenix is a deeper team than. Uh, LA. They do have a campaign coming off the bench. Uh what's her name? Um okay. uh, I shouldn't say, but that's not it. Bridges? Bridges. Bridges. And they have one more dude. Not um not Jay Crowder, it's one more dude. Skinny, light skin. Um uh, Cam not Cameron, uh, Tyler Johnson. Not Tyler Johnson. It's Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> All them they be hooping. So yeah, I like I like the team that Phoenix has. Like I said last week, I would if you would have asked me right when um, AD got hurt, who would have made it to the finals? I would have picked Phoenix. So yeah, I, I feel like they're rounding into shape. Excuse me, right at the time you need to. Obviously, they're gonna be the people that say, "Well, they got to hurt Lakers and a hurt uh, Nuggets and a hurt Clippers." But I mean. You could do that with every team. Like we was talking on the way here, the Warriors got that same break in 2015. So I mean, it's it's not they tried no to say different. That with the Lakers last year, right? It's no different. Like yeah, the Lakers got a hurt Heat team in the finals. So I mean, you got to play with who you play with. It's it's those are the breaks of the NBA. So I mean, I don't have a I I like what I saw from Paul George. Do I expect him to keep it up? No. Um, would I like to see it? Yes, but do I still think even if he does keep it up, they'll win? No. So, um, it'll be interesting. I feel like with Kawhi, it would have been a better series, but I still think it would have went six then. So I probably go five, maybe. I don't know. I I can't see a sweep right now, but I shoot the way Phoenix is looking, it might be a sweep. Mm-hmm. But I go five or six. What y'all got? I expected them to win. Six. You got Phoenix and six? Mm-hmm. I expected the Clippers to win in seven if Kawhi was there because I'm a believer if the best player on the court got some help, nine times out of ten they should win. So the best player on that, in the, on the court all the time would have been Kawhi. Yeah, and but the best player doesn't always have the best team. That's why I said if he has some help. Yeah, but I, I don't like feel like Paul George would have kept it up. You get you said mm. so you feel like Paul George wouldn't have kept it up or maintained. I mean it, I don't know. I feel like I don't have as much faith in Paul George helping as I do in Devin Booker and the others helping. Like, it's not just Paul George and one or two people coming along. You know you're getting at least three people coming along. You're getting Aiton. You're getting Booker. You're getting Chris Paul. That's three off the bat. You know for a fact you're going to get either campaign Bridges or Johnson. So that's a total of four people versus three, maybe two. That's that's how I was looking at it. I just felt like Kawhi could make a difference because honestly, Dallas was a better team than Dallas was a better team than him. Kawhi made a difference. 
Nah, I can't give you that. You don't think I feel Dallas like was a bad team? I feel like Luka was good enough to win it by himself, but I don't feel like their team was good enough. He had help. He had help. It wasn't from Purdue. He had help. Yeah, a lot he of had help in Tim- games, but he didn't have consistent help. And there was never two people at the same time. But see, time. that's the same thing with the Clippers. But I mean, I, but I, the Clippers, I, you do get two or three people at the same time, and they are rather consistent. Um, Morris wasn't consistent at the beginning of this series, but he got consistent like towards the end. Yeah, and he was pretty consistent in the uh, Dallas series. He had three or four good games out of that seven. And I forgot about him. I forgot about Marcus Morris. Exactly. And it's like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like if Kawhi was there, that would have made a big difference. I'm not saying it would have been an easy series for them. I said they would have won in seven, but without Kawhi and. Now it's just on Paul George. Now with those pieces, I can't expect Patrick Beverly to go out there and hit three threes like he did last night. That's not happening. That's not happening. Yeah. I so it's like, I mean, I can see, I can see the Clippers winning even without Kawhi. Yeah. But that means Devin Booker really didn't show up, and Paul George looked like Indiana. That means. I mean, that that what if Clippers win this series? That means a couple of things. A few things happen. Ty Lue coached his ass off. And Devin Booker was completely trashed. CP3 was enabled. And Paul George played like he was back with the Pacers. And Reggie Jackson continued to do this. But he, I mean, I can see their bench. a lot. I can see Reggie Jackson. I can see Reggie Jackson. I mean, I'd I pick the Phoenix. I pick Phoenix. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, say it's just a lot. I don't see any of that happening. But I'm saying, I, I can see Reggie Jackson actually being consistent enough to help them win. I can see Paul George. At least playing well enough to be a star player. Yeah. Like I'm not saying being the superstar takeover a series player, but he could win you multiple games. I can see. I can see Morris in. Um, at least one more player coming along in a couple of those games. So that's three right there. I know they're not afraid. Of Phoenix is a possibility. I give them like a twenty percent possibility yeah. due to the fact that they beat Luca, they beat Donovan Mitchell. So now coming in, they facing Book and CP3. It's like I won't consider Aiden a superstar, but he's a really good player. But coming in and saying CP3 and Devin Booker, it's like hmm, we just beat Donovan Mitchell, Dwayne Wade 2.0, and the Defensive Player of the Year, and we just beat one of the people they just said is top five in the league right now. So they got confidence right now. Will that be enough? I just don't think so. Hey, man, it depends. I, I mean, what has it been, three days? Mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything from Kawhi, so. If they were saying it was a possibility during the game, uh, if he returns. But I'm, I, me personally, Kawhi don't come back. You got two championships. You two-time finals MVP. You're not wrong. You're, ha- you have, abs- everybody know you're top five. You can't name. No, only you can only name probably like four players better than you. You you know you solidified. There's no reason for you to come back. What are you coming to prove? To help Paul George out? Or you better he needs to prove to people he can do it on his own. Okay. He needs to prove you to you, Kawhi, that he can do it on your own. Cause if if he can't, you know South Beach is right here. You know. Come on, come on. I don't down. think he I don't think he gonna opt out this year if he hurt. I think he yeah, gonna opt he, in yeah. and then leave. Get that badge. But I'm saying they still, Paul George would still be there. He signed an extension. So I'm saying, like, right now, Paul George is showing the Clippers and Kawhi he's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because 
they could either be saying Kawhi on his way out or Paul George is getting traded because he's not not good enough. So Kawhi don't come back. There's no need. The team is already performing well. They got to the Western Conference Finals. They they did. They proved a lot just by getting to the Western Conference Finals without you being here. So it's a win season. The Lakers at home and the Los Angeles Clippers is in the Western Conference Finals. Stay home. <laughs> Uh, um, we're gonna move over to the East. Um, we got two game sevens. First, um, we're gonna talk about the the 76ers and the Hawks. Um, I feel like the Hawks should have closed this out in game six. The opportunity was there. We just didn't shoot our free throws. Um, Trey Young did his thing. Um, really, that's really what it came down to: shooting free throws. Cause um, literally, like until like. Um, I say about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and no um, Philly starter had shot a free throw. So I feel like I'm still gonna pick the Hawks in seven because I feel like the opportunities are still gonna be there. The um, Philadelphia starting five is not cohesive at all. Like it's really just Joel and B and um, and Seth Curry and Tobias when he want to play. Yeah. He, he helping. How do you have the audacity to talk about somebody choking when the 76ers choked down the 18 and the 26-point lead? I was just about to say, like, it's crazy. Back-to-back games, you have both teams choke. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> hey, man. Because yeah. that's why... That's three why straight I, games. Three straight games? Yeah. The Hawks oh, did choke. The Hawks choked. They did yes. choke the first game. They almost gave it up. No, hey, the, the Sixers choked, then the Sixers choked again, then the Hawks choked yeah. in your mind. Yeah, they did. They, they did, did choke, and then they choked game one. They just ended up winning the game. Oh, I didn't see. They was up for about like they was up by twenty, and the game ended up being like a six point win for them. I don't remember the game last night. This whole shit. So, this whole. I don't si- know if they. Apparently, they choked. Yes, but bad. I was told that they cheated. And John Collins got signed. <laughs> I was cleaning out. I was cleaning out a garage. But <laughs> I was told that they got cheated. Nah, they didn't get cheated. They didn't. Make their free throws. That's what happened. <laughs> hey, man. They was fouling Ben Simmons, and he was missing free throws, and they still lost the game. I don't have much to say. I hope that the Hawks still win this series. I'm not as confident as I should be because they definitely should have won it in game six. I don't have confidence in them winning another game in Philadelphia. No. Um, no, no, no. I don't have supreme confidence in Philadelphia, though. Ben Simmons did absolutely nothing. Yeah, he's trash. Trash. I'm trash. He literally coming up the court and then passing the ball off. Yeah, he's not good, and he's he's not as good on defense as you're trying to make it out. Yes, he is. I'm not. I'm not about to have that discussion. He's very, very good at defense. Trey Young. Trey Young has been struggling this series. Mm, Yes. Has he? Has he? This man has thrown up a bunch of shots. He had one good game, really. Everything else has been a struggle when they have been. Last night. What are you talking about? He shot like thirty percent. Please look at that. Please look find that. that percentage. Research department. Hey man, all I'm saying is this man had 32 points ben, on Ben Simmons' head, what, and he also had the, a 25 and What was the field goal percentage? Man, I, and, and assists don't really count because that's other people defending the people he passing it to. He so, still has to make the pass. Assists do count. That's why they're in stat line. If you in front of me and I pass it to the left and he shoot a three, what what could I do? What could happen? So Rush just begin double double. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, what is wrong with this man? Nah, because y'all trying to diminish a player, trying to act like Trey has been just balling out this series. He haven't. Yeah. Ben Simmons has been 
making it difficult for Trey Young. I did not say anything about being stopped. I ain't say Trey Young has been locked up on clamps like I thought he would I mean, have. But been. he's shooting forty two percent this year. Thank you. Thank you. How it's y'all act like this? I give you this. Is, he's shooting thirty five percent from the three, but he doesn't typically shoot well from the three point. What was it shooting? Because he's showing up a bunch. Of, he shot thirty four percent from the three last series so he is shooting better if that makes you feel better but we need to get to the analysis of trey young shooting percentages when ben simmons is on him. what was his shooting Not percentage last night we guarded by ben simmons because you just don't get guarded by one person throughout the whole game you the one said he, he put up a bunch of shots he did put up a bunch of shots so are you shooting 42 percent what was the shooting percentage last night oh this man here I mean, I was looking for the series because I was telling you that he was shooting well during the series. We get kind of off topic. All I'm, I'm saying about is, Ben Simmons in particular. No, I was, I was still going. I was telling you that Ben Simmons wasn't all that. But my point is, this uh, what's the cause? Philly need to worry about not choking because this would look very bad on Doc Rivers. Again, yes, because this man has played. Well, I can't remember. No, it was seven um, out of his last twelve playoff games he's lost a double digit lead mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's not looking good big guy you got to fix that oh, they need i think they need to give dwight howard some more minutes he had 10 minutes last night i think that um i think uh they need to be more present in the inside get more physical with him and stuff like that joel Embiid is obviously hindered right now He's trying his best, but Ben Simmons is not giving you nothing on the offensive end. I don't want to get right back into that topic. Tobias Harris ain't giving you nothing on the offensive end either. I feel like he goes out there and specifically tries to just get 20 points. He's going to shoot his little 10 to 11 shots and just get 20 points and call it a day. 20, 22 points and call it a day. He needs to be more aggressive. He needs to go out there and try to get 30, try to get 40. I've seen him get 30 before. I think he got a 40-point game. He's a $33 million yeah. a year player. You a max contract player. You just going out there getting 20 thinking that's it. That's not enough. Actually, the game before last, he only scored four. Four. He did. So, it's like, you what? I mean, little Seth Curry playing with, uh, like, his hair on fire. But Seth, I mean, he's, Seth Curry doing his thing. Right. He, he is the, He's a big part of the reason that they are. Still in this series, because if it wasn't, if it was just Joel Embiid by itself, it'd be over with. I have a question. So, do you? Is it bad if? Is it good if you shoot fifty percent, or do you judge by the shots missed? What if you guard? What guard by? Um, like, say if you if you miss a lot of shots, but you still shoot fifty percent, is that good to you? No. What? Like say if you miss, I, I know what you're wait, saying, wait, wait, but wait, I'm wait, saying wait, what wait, to him. Like, wait, wait. What, you said if you shoot a bunch of shots and you shoot fifty, but you're still shooting fifty percent. Yes, that's good. I don't. My answer is that's good. <laughs> okay, I was just gonna ask because he was fifteen for thirty from the field and he was five for ten from the three. So mm. I mean, it's a lot of sh- missed shots technically, but he still was fifty percent. Right. I guess. Hey man. And then you gotta. He hooped last night. That's okay. I did not say he, he did it. That was off the topic. Y'all trying to make it about Trey Young not being. No, my I point was that Ben Simmons is decent at defense. I didn't say he was great. I think ben he. Simmons I think is he is. It. I think he is a great defender. But also, I'm not trying to diminish Trey. He's mm-hmm. a great. I personally feel well. like so Matisse Stiebel when you is have a great, when you have defender. No, when you have great defense and great offense, it's going to always counteract. Sometimes the offensive player going to have better. Sometimes the defense a player going to have. better. I feel like if you and move a, Ben Simmons and keep Matisse Stiebel, you'll be just well. You'll be a little bit better. I feel like they got to get rid of Joel R and Ben. No, they can work no, either way. Get rid of Ben. If keep you get Joel, if. 
if you get if you keep Ben Simmons and get rid of Joel Embiid, you're not getting nowhere. Nowhere. Nowhere whatsoever. Not especially. Only reason you would trade Joel Embiid is because you actually have trade value, but you're not getting nothing. If you you're not getting nowhere. I think Ben Simmons adds a lot of values to the teams. He just can't shoot. No. He can't facilitate either. That's a lie. I think it's just he just don't fit right now with the Philadelphia He's scared Sixers. to get fouled. This has shown many times before he could facilitate. He's a great passer. Hey, man, I saw a tweet. He's in his head because he can't. He, That's he knows what, that they're going to foul him, and he can't make his free throw. His, he his own worst enemy That's right what now. That's what, you, That's what I'm agreeing. I'm, that's what everybody's right now saying. He's just ass. He's trash. This man is, is not trash. He is. This man is very dynamic. He no, just can't shoot. Ass. And making, right now, I feel like he just can't. I think he needs to be. He needs to be on a team. He's like Giannis. He needs to be on a team where Which he can just it. facilitate. Just shoot. They can just shoot. And he can just put his head down and go to the rim. If he's the man and you can surround pieces around him, he will be a great player. Just like Joel Embiid. If you get rid of Ben Simmons and unclog the lane and let him do what he do, same thing. I think you're going to see both of them flourish without them being together. I don't think you can win with them together. It's like CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. They too big. They filling up to no space. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, too small. You know. You know how when you walk past the trash can and you smell it, you're like, dang, that's dang. <laughs> that's Ben Simmons. Hey man, I, I think he's he's trash. I think he's a pretty good player. He's he's in his head though, so that's affecting every part of his game. They hey know man. as soon as he get the ball, they're gonna foul him. He's gonna have to shoot free throws. Exactly. And the pressure is building. I'm not saying that he's trash. This Ben Simmons we seen we never seen before. <coughs> I've I'm never seen I never seen Ben Simmons play like this. Exactly. I have in his head. No, I you haven't. Yes, I have. Yes, you seen I him have. miss free throws yes. and stuff, yes. but you never I saw seen a tweet him. from um I saw a tweet from like 2017 when they was like, Hack a Ben will be over soon. What year is it? Mm. Hey man, all I'm saying is if we gonna keep saying, oh, he'll develop with time, he'll develop with time. I when never, is that? I don't yeah, know. no, 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 no. Don't say I never said that. You definitely. He gonna get a jump shot. You just, did say that. Just keep waiting. He gonna get a jump shot. You went over your word. Um, mm. Hey man, he's he still the rookie of he still can be a dynamic player without a no, jump can't. shot. No, you would cannot. think he would get develop a jump shot. He cannot. He cannot be a dynamic not player. Not in Philadelphia. Not in Philadelphia. Not in this NBA. Giannis don't have a jump shot. Giannis isn't a dynamic player. Why do we? All right. Speaking of Giannis, let's go. Giannis not a dynamic. Player. No. Speaking of Giannis, let's go. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> we moving on to tonight's game. Um, the last. Well, not the last one. The, um, the Bucks and the Nets. Um, speaking of Giannis, we we just got done talking about how he don't have a jump shot, but he can get to where he wants to get to. He can get to the rim. How about that? If the refs let him take three, four, five steps. Hey Amen. Everybody travel. Everybody travel. Look at John Dunks. Look at all these people Dunks. They travel. Hey man, finish the read. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. not going to sit here and de- defend him taking 10 steps. Go ahead, bro. I agree. Go ahead. He does. He does. He <laughs> do man. be walking. Every possession. Like, every, every single night. possession. Hey, man, they don't be calling him on that free throw thing either. They made a big point about, oh, it's 10 seconds. Every time he shoots free throws, you can hear somebody say 11, 12, 30. I'm like, bro. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's going to be on uh, what it's always been, What how Chris Middleton plays. He's going to be the X Factor. Giannis going to uh, put his head down and go to the rim, try to truck. Like, he going to get he gonna get 20, 30. 
he gonna get his. But it's gonna all determine. It's all gonna come down to how Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday play. So I'm still going Bucks and seven because I don't think neither one of them gonna be able to match KD. Not tonight. Nets. You said Nets. Uh, oh. Nets and seven. Dang it, Charlemagne. Man, mm-hmm. Nets and seven. Yeah, I got Nets and seven. I don't. I don't see uh, Drew Holiday stepping up on offense. Chris Middleton, he hit some big shots. Can't even cap. He dropped 38 in game six. That was good. Um, if you need your, those are the type of games you need your big time players to have when your back is up against the wall. So I got to give him his credit. Um, but yeah, I don't see that. One, I don't see that happening back to back games. Two, I don't see that happening in Brooklyn. And three, I just don't see him hitting big shots in the crunch time. And I feel like this is going to be a crunch time game. Um, yeah, he'll hit a shot or two. But I just, if if you need him to hit more than two shots in the big time, then no, I don't think he can do that. So. Um, before the series started, I had Bucks and six. Um, so I'm going to just stick with my pick and say Bucks with seven. Uh, it was a little bit shaky at first with Kyrie being in the lineup because they were just flat out running past him. But now since Kyrie's gone and James Harden is not James Harden of um, yet, he's still injured and he's still progressing. I think it's just going to be too much for uh, Brooklyn right now. Giannis has got a little bit of momentum, gaining steam. I think they found the recipe of how to beat Brooklyn. I said it before, the whole season, Brooklyn lacks physicality. You get physical with these guys in the playoffs, it's going to show. They're not going to keep up. They're not, they not tough like that. They're shooters, but they're not tough. If someone get physical with them, you can beat this team. And Milwaukee has shown that. They've been roughing them up, getting into them, and um, they've been coming out with the dubs. Now, Jordan said something earlier about them being in Brooklyn, so they probably won't get those type of calls, especially like P.J. Tucker. Guarding KD, he probably won't get those calls. And if, if anything, it might go against him. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. Joe, Joe Harris has played horrible this series. He had a couple of games, but uh, Jeff Green's still working his way in. Uh, Mike Jones, uh, Mike James, mm-hmm. yeah, he, you know, he cool. I don't think he's going to come out there and really give no buckets. Um, Brown, I betted on him in fantasy, and he had his worst game. So <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not really believing in these folks right now. I think James Harden going to go out there, get about 16, 17, but he can't move. KD going to have an awesome game, I believe. Probably score 50. Um, if he scored 50, they're going to win. Yeah, but LeBron scored 50 and lost. Steph Curry scored 50 and lost. When you score yeah, they 50, wasn't playing against the Warriors, though. I'm I'm. I'm uh, Steph Curry scored 50 and lost, but they played the Raptors. That's why I meant to say ton time. But um, oh yeah, but he was by he was literally by himself. But I'm getting to I don't think Blake Griffin. But Jordan said Blake Griffin might get what you said about 15. I said 15 to 20. I don't think that's coming. I don't yeah, think that's. Coming. I don't know. I, I feel like I could. I definitely have much more faith in Brooklyn's bench than I have in Milwaukee's bench. They've outscored them every game. Yeah, I agree with that. So, but I think when it comes down to it, when it gets tight. So what you're saying is you have more faith in Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday than you do in the Brooklyn bench, which I definitely disagree with. No, at this moment, I think it's going to come down to the stars. And when I say that, I don't think James Harden is going to be able to give what he needs. And I don't believe 
that everybody else is going to step up. KD's going to have an awesome game. But with KD having an awesome game, I also was going to say Giannis is going to have a great game. I think Giannis is going to go out there and get yeah. 45. No, Chris. no, hell no. Giannis is not scoring 45. I, I can personally guarantee you that Giannis is not scoring 45 points. Yeah, 35 at the most. It's... He has to be dominant. For them to win, he has to play like they've been playing. Win the hey, man, dubs, you have a lot of faith home. in No, I'm just saying they did it. They did it before. They did it before in the series. Like, they got the Yes, recipe. all of That's them have saying. been like, at home, though, when they've like, had all of these good physical calls. They did just, steal a game in Brooklyn, though. No, they didn't. It's all home games, all home teams won. Yes. All I'm saying is I, you have a lot of faith in these, these players that I have zero faith in. Zero. I have like absolutely no faith. I don't have any, but this is the same if, thing could be goes especially to the Nets. Especially if the game is tight, I don't, I don't have it. I mean, I have, I don't have the utmost faith in uh, none of these players. I have some faith in Blake Griffin and uh, Jeff Green a little bit. I have faith in uh, Shamit to not give you zero. I can give you like seventeen. I have faith in. Okay. And zero to go. And Drew Holiday scored four points in the game. So what's your point? Now Drew Holiday has scored 17, 19, okay, 21 and, over the last and three then, games. Okay, but... He actually has been putting more... more okay, impact. but my point is, just like these players have had some bad games, the players that you've had faith in have had some stinkers as well. That's yeah, my so point. so what's the difference? Are we both okay, so here making a case point, for the Nets to win okay the Bucks? That's, why that's what we're doing seven. right now. That's but literally you, what we're doing. Yeah, we're giving our have, case. But you just say I have more faith than people you don't. Okay, it's the so same thing because it's like... I'm I'm telling you why I have faith in them. You're telling them me why you have faith in them. That's what we're doing. All my point is, Dub, don't we do that every week? We all say the same thing from different points of view. That's what a podcast is. But my point not is, proving nothing. I ain't saying that. I was just saying that. <laughs> Made that deeper than what it my was. My point Continue. is, um, the Nets have. Um, shown that they can actually show up. I've yet to see the Brooklyn show up on the road. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've Bucks. yet to see the Bucks show up on the road. And, uh, well, the um, NBA awards came out this week. We're gonna each read a section of um, uh, NBA, all NBA defense, all defense team, and um, the rookie of the year. I mean, not the rookie of the year, all rookie team. First, we're gonna start with the MVP. Jordan's favorite um, perfect attendance award, Jokic. Uh, rookie of the year was LaMelo. Sixth man of the year was Jordan Clarkson. And defensive player of the year was Rudy Gobert. Um, Who won most improved? Julius Randle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with all of them except the defensive player of the year award. It I feel like that was a perfect attendance award. Like, Did Jokic give a speech? I didn't the hear. first MVP no they didn't um they didn't have the award show yet uh, okay. yeah. I think um I forgot who presented it to him but um anyway yeah I'm fine with all of them except the defensive player of the year award I, I also wish that it wasn't just a regular season award like they gave it out at the end of the year and um it goes through the whole season cause it's a lot of people that turn up that's the whole point in the playoffs it should like be two awards right the playoff awards the intensity, the intensity intensifies, so, um, and the stakes are higher. So you see, you see um, better play out of certain people at certain times. That's all I'm saying. It should be a whole season award or two separate sets of awards. I like that idea. Instead I like, 
I like how it is in baseball where you get three. Well, technically you get three. Um, you get the regular season MVP, then you get the division championship MVP, and then you get the uh, World Series MVP. So yeah, I don't like the whole. I don't like the idea of a whole season award because then that's basically just having the finals MVP. It's like football though. I mean, football got different awards, you know. Like they made they switched to the offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year, but then it's like I mean, um, yes, but he's saying instead of having a regular season MVP, just have an MVP at the end of the playoffs. Not necessarily just the finals MVP. But it would yeah, it should be two then because if that's the case, nobody in the regular season will win the MVP. It'll be the people that's in the playoffs that's always winning. Okay, you know yeah, I see what you're saying. So you kind of got to separate those two. Because let's say Steph, like a Steph Curry this year, like should have been MVP, and he don't make the playoffs and they run through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't yeah. get that consideration. Like a, like a conference finals MVP. Yeah. But it doesn't have to necessarily be just the conference finals. It can go up to the first round, second round. But, but all of these um awards was cool though. Besides the defensive player of the year, um, <laughs> I, everybody know who I thought should have won, and I also think Draymond Green should have came in second. Um, and for the sixth man of the year, I just want to say Jordan Clarkson. Hey man, you won the award and you wasn't the sixth man in the series, man. You didn't show up. Yeah, show up. You look like Jordan Clarkson before the tattoos in Cleveland. That wasn't it, man. Um, I mean, it's cool. They were all all of the awards were their awards. I mean, I don't really know who else you could have given defensive player of the year to. All of them are overrated. So who's a good defender? Nobody. The NBA sucks. Nobody <laughs> defends in the NBA. So no. So nobody. No. Nobody's a no. good defense player. All, all these, all, everybody gets buckets on everybody. Like nobody is a good one-on-one defender. No, either fact. So yeah, see, I think nobody. Yes, dude. Yes, I literally crazy. just said that. That's crazy. Yes. I know what I heard. I'm just making sure. That's crazy. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna read off the all defensive team. We got Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Draymond, Giannis, Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Kawhi, Matisse Thybulle. Bam and Joel Embiid. Um, yeah, I don't really have a problem with any of these. Kind of see what I do. Kind, it's kind of weird that the Lakers were the number one rated uh, defensive team all year, and then nobody made first team all defense. That was overrated too. Hey Amen. I tried to tell y'all that, but whatever. Everybody we overrated. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the number one team was getting buckets. Put on y'all by. Did you read the All-NBA? The All-NBA team. The first team was Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. Second team, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Julius Randle. And the third team, Bradley Bill, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie Irving. That third team pretty cool. Hey, man. My boy Luca and Kawhi made their first team. That's all I really care about. Um, other than that, it was what it was. I mean, nah, it's kind of you kind of expect this. Like the All NBA teams are, the All NBA teams is basically the All Star team. Except like, Russ. Yeah, it's like who you feel is like yeah, I feel the like top Russ fifteen players in the league. I should. I feel like who are the point guards? Point guards: Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, 
Uh, Kyrie Irving, Luca, Chris Paul, and I feel like Russ should have been in there over Kyrie. Facts. Definitely over Kyrie. Um, I can't argue. I don't know though. I can't Kyrie argue. was 50, 40, 90. I can't argue Bradley Bale or Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. The Heat was horrible without Jimmy Butler. Let's be real. We was trash without Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler came back in I and can't got argue us. Bradley Bale. Mm-hmm. Maybe. For Russ? Yeah. Bradley I mean because. Bradley Bills was second in the league in score. But Russ was his point guard. Yeah. And he did um they were trash. Point until Russ got healthy. Yeah. It would have been trash without Russ. I mean with Bill though. And just Russ. I think they would've Russ would have still been able to get them to the playoffs. Though. They would have been more trash with just Bill. Yeah, we've seen them. We've yeah. we've seen them with just Bill. Yeah, he need a playmaker. Seen, we've seen Russ will a team to the playoffs too. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah was, that would have been my that would have been my one issue. But like I said, I don't us, really uh, I would say Paul George, but Paul George was second fiddle to a team that's third in the West. Paul so, George. Over, I mean Bradley Bill. I mean Paul George over. Russ over Paul George. Yeah. Keep Bradley Bill, but put um, Russ and nah, Paul George. I don't know. Well, one, they don't play the same position, and two, they um. I feel like Paul George had a really good season. Do they? But see, they don't. They don't even do positions like right. that though, because Chris Paul and Damian Lillard are on the same team. Yeah, I think I think they do it by guards. Yeah. I know. And then they got Jordan. Is Paul George considered a guard? I thought he was a forward. Yeah, I would consider Paul George a guard. I mean, I would, but I thought on the sheet he was listed as a forward. I think he's a forward. I think he came in as a guard. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Whenever they, I'm pretty sure whenever they put his position in the program, it's GF. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else could we argue? Um, nobody. Shout out to Julius Randle, though. No, oh, he made, nah, yeah, he made the all team. He made the um, all second right. second all NBA team uh, after seven years in the uh, league. He finally uh, found this, found his way, found his flow. And a lot of those um, players from that team with the Lakers that was what fifteen <laughs> oh, yeah. forever, whatever. Uh, they mean, developed. They turned into really good NBA players. We knew they go. They, I feel like the Lakers just wasn't the place for them. A lot of them, because a lot of them leave LA. at the time, right? A lot of them leave LA and go be able to hoop elsewhere. Well, we got the um, all rookie teams. We got um, Lamelo, Sadiq Bay, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, and Jashante on the first team. And then Desmond Bain, Isaac Okoro, Emmanuel Quickly, Isaiah Stewart, and Patrick Williams on the second team. Wiseman got hurt too early. Um. Yes, he got three first team votes. Uh, Compazzo also got three first team votes. <laughs> Compazzo. Somebody with him. That boy hard. Orlando just sucks. Orlando just need everything. Everything. The White Howard kind of really left him in shambles. It's crazy how that this was, that was years ago. 
I'm just saying they they didn't recover since then. You know that's that that's takes their fault. It takes years for people to that's recover their from fault. stuff like that. If you haven't recovered in all this time, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. A lot of organ. Well, I mean, Philly. Look, Philly. Trust the process. That's their fault too. I'm just saying. Hey man, it happens. Players can destroy organizations. My bad. I finish it off. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on to genius or BS. Um, Zion's family said they want him up out of New Orleans. Um, I kind of get it because they have a coaching carousel. Like, they're talented. But, like Shannon says all the time, don't nobody want to play defense. Their, their two stars are the two worst defenders on their team, which is crazy. The two all-stars, um, neither one of them want to play defense. Want to go down the court and get buckets. That's really the NBA now, so I get it. But I mean, you gotta defend a little bit, right? You that big, you. Uh, that's really all I got to say. About you I, block I, shots. <laughs> I, but as far as it being genius, I mean, I don't really see it necessarily making a difference. I don't think he's had enough time to develop in New Orleans because they are talented, but their organization is trash. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's um, some BS. Just uh, play some more years. Then we'll talk about it. We haven't seen enough of them. Uh, I think it's BS. Um, Zion, is he just finished his second year, right? Mm-hmm. You've just been in the league for two years. And in the first year, you was on like a minutes restriction. You ain't really get your feet wet until this year. And you made the all-star game and whatnot. I feel like this is a, a, a full case of him feeling himself. Right. And his people <clears throat> feeling themselves. And trying to dictate him and dictate the league and stuff like that. And NFL is one thing. They don't want it to be like the NBA with how the players can control everything. And I feel like it should be 50-50. But with Zion, like, you need to, like Brendan said, you need to play a couple more years. People got to see who you really are. You ain't even developed yet. Like you, like Brendan said, you're one of the worst defenders on the team. Brandon Ingram is the second best, probably the best player on the team. And he's the worst defender as well it's like y'all not showing nothing how are you mad at the organization and you ain't do nothing yet you mad at the coaching carousel and you only been there two years like they trying to find the right pieces for you how are you not happy already you got young pieces around you you got a nice little core you got brandon ingram like how are you not happy this is just a, a, a scare tactic to push them to get him to new york because like when he was interviewing after the post game in New York, he was cheesing and giggling about being a Nick and loving Madison Square Garden. But you was drafted to the New Orleans Pelicans. You have a contract obligation to for about six years. Play it, man. Like you just got there and you already trying to get moved. Like that don't even make any sense. Like that just it ain't proved nothing. I think it's genius. Um New Orleans has proven over the years that they are a trash organization. <laughs> they can't put talent around um, players. Uh, Chris Paul wanted out because of the same thing. AD didn't really want out, but he finally got pushed to the point where somebody finally talked him into getting out. Um, and I see the same thing. I don't see him saying, I want to be traded today. I see it as a, all right, y'all are on the clock. Hurry up fix this or I want out I don't see it as a I want to be traded right now he played one season bro I won't even count the rookie season because like the minutes I mean but I'm not done I'm I'm not saying that he should want out I literally just said I don't see him as I want out right now type of thing I'm just saying it as a y'all 
don't act like y'all are great at putting talent around people and a lot of the moves that y'all have made have not been good including the Steven Adams uh, signing hiring Stan Van Gundy terrible um oh trading Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe that was trash um and like I said your history proves that you're not good now I'm not sitting here saying that Zion has been great because he hasn't like y'all have said he's not good on defense and he's really kind of limited on offense so obviously wherever you go in the future like I said with Giannis it doesn't matter if you want to leave your team because if you're still the player that you are it's not going to matter like you're just taking your bad play to another team and then putting those expectations onto new players so obviously I feel like he has to improve his game a little bit but it's not like the organization is just should just be in chill mode for these next couple of years y'all need just like he needs to get his game together y'all need to get y'all game together and actually start putting people that are gonna help him win around him um let Lonzo walk let um find somebody else for Eric Bledsoe and then actually start moving forward um Brandon Ingram could work but like y'all said he needs to get his defense together too so I like them saying it this I said this team has potential Uh, I just feel like like you were saying towards the end is like before you say something about what another person is doing you gotta check yourself and see what you're doing Zion you not up to par yet you 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 not even nowhere near what where you need to be yet how you gonna tell the organization what they need to do y'all both struggling so before you even just wait to rush out of somewhere it's uh grow with the grow at least anthony davis gave them seven plus years to grow anthony i mean chris paul the same and these players around them are not bad lonzo ball had the best year of his career this year this past year he might cost a little bit too much money that's why i would say let him walk if you can probably get him on a good deal keep him he's elevated um they got good pieces usually gotta get a coach around them to bring the most out of them to bring bring the rest out of them and that's how i feel like Right now, this is I don't feel like this is just basketball related about what the Pelicans not doing. This is just Zion not wanting to be in New Orleans. He just want to be in New York. Just want to play where he want to play. That's not we're at that point. When you get to this point, you're not no kid no more. You're not in college. You can't transfer. You can't say I don't want to play for Riverdale Blackhawks no more. I'm gonna play for the Fed Blue Devils. You can't do that. Hey man, you know how I feel about Zion. So I, if you want to leave, then leave. But if if you're acting like the lack of talent around him is the only reason they're losing and we're fooling ourselves. That's that's not. But he's not also doing the most to contribute to the winning either because he's not. No. I, I mean, what he's I, I just oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I thought you meant like if you were saying like the supporting cast. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm saying if we're acting like him leaving and then going to a new team like say if we put dropped him on the Warriors or something or like the the Lakers or something. Mm-hmm. If we act like that's just gonna magically change and he's just gonna be this all NBA first team player, we're we're kidding ourselves. Mm-hmm. No, he might look better though because he maybe had to do more. Maybe. Anyway, um, next genius to BS topic. LeBron says that um, the season started too early. Basically, he said he was right about saying that. Um, I think this kind of it's gonna affect something we're gonna talk about later at the Olympics, but. 
I feel like, um, yeah, I, I get, especially as a team that went to the finals last year, um, by the time the season ended, they were burnt out. That's why I, I feel like that contributed to, contributed to why it was so many injuries this year. They played a shortened season because they're trying to recoup, recoup that money and get back onto a normal schedule. So I, um, I feel like it was some um, – I feel like LeBron saying this was genius. But the fact that they did start early, as we see, it ended up being BS. It's a lot of players that were out – a lot of superstars that were out of the um, playoffs this year. A lot of nagging injuries. And a lot of we, – we haven't seen superstars get hurt like this ever. Well, not as far as I can remember. But how do I feel about what LeBron had to say? It's genius. It's accurate. Uh, they did start to start off too um, too fast. Money is the root of all evil, and that put the uh, it showed during this NBA season. And it, um, I won't say it was the worst thing in the world because now we got a Western Conference Finals with Paul George as the man with the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns, a nice game seven, Bucks Nets and stuff like that. Interesting because they don't have Kyrie and stuff like that. It's, it's still intriguing, but. It hurt it. It hurt the league a lot. The Heat got swept in the first round. And we obviously had an effect from the bubble. The Lakers could not get healthy at all. And it started from the beginning of the season. Coming right back. And then they played even longer. So, it's like... I think the league needs to... I don't ever think you can fix this now because they're back on the regular schedule now, right? So, once the season then they're back on the regular schedule. Uh, I just think these players just got to spend a lot of time healing this offseason but overall this season was kind of good to watch I just felt like overall what LeBron was saying is um, genius I think these injuries do have an effect due to the start of the season before you go my grandmother would not allow me to um, go on without fixing that statement you said it's the love of money that's the root of all you you need money (laughs) to eat but go ahead yeah um I feel like it's genius. I feel like LeBron is really the only person that could make this statement because he's kept that same energy from beginning to end. Um, He said when they were talking about going back that it was too early. Um, When they were... um, There were a lot of... I don't don't understand why there are fans now talking about their... That they started too early because I do remember a lot of people saying that they couldn't wait for their uh, Christmas basketball. Like um, MLK Day basketball was just gonna be way too late. Like we was just missing all the, the good basketball. But um, um, also there were a lot of people that were talking about they wanted this All Star break, Kevin included. That um, I wanted so, yeah. it because it was here. Amen. Same. I mean, I Same. I kept that energy. I, I said that it was a waste of time that if we're preaching this same energy about player safety and all this extra stuff, then having an all-star game, especially when y'all were told that y'all didn't need it, that would have been extra break. But, I mean, LeBron made that statement, and he got a lot of backlash for it. And now he's um, at the end of the season, he made basically the same statement. And then everybody's just jumping on what's hot. Oh yep, everybody got hurt. Let's let's ride with him. Sounds cool, but I mean, to me, I don't I don't really equate the short season with a lot of these injuries. Like um, Paul George, I mean not Paul George, Kawhi and AD, they get hurt in normal season. So I don't really equate that. 
Kyrie, one, he wasn't even in the bubble, and two, he um, he only played like 20, 40 games. So it's not like he was hurt from the rest, and he got hurt on his, like he hurt his foot. Um, and what's his name? Well, yeah, Embiid, he's also injury prone. And they only play one game in the bubble. So, I mean, not one game, one round in the bubble. So it's not like they went deep in the playoff. And, uh, Boston. Boston. What's his, what's his name? Jalen uh, Brown. Jalen Brown. He tore a ligament in his wrist. So I can't really equate that with a lack I can't of rest. They always hurt. Yes. So, I mean, it's not like. So you just I, think it's just a wacky season? Yeah, I mean, injuries happen. We've talked about this for multiple seasons. Like, there are a lot of seasons where a lot of people get hurt. Yes, there it's the first year with big names getting hurt. This is the most, I think they said nine All-Stars. If Chris Paul misses a game, that would be the most in history that have missed a playoff game. I understand it, it but it's not like we don't get injuries in a normal season. But I still believe that it's genius for LeBron to say it because... When I say something and it comes true, I like saying it. I I was right, yes. But I wouldn't say that he was right. He was proven right. Mm. Mm, that's a good point. Um, speaking of Kimba, he got traded to OKC, him and a first-round pick um, for Al Horford. Uh, I'll say it's genius for Boston because they got from Kimba is a good player, but he can't stay on the court. And um, I don't know what was going on with his shot this year, but I feel like it's, it's, it, it gives him an opportunity for a bounce back year. He he had some good years in Charlotte. Yeah, um, we know he's an incredible talent. I feel like this will be the year where he goes to um, hone in on his craft and and uh, what am I trying? basically make himself uh, marketable again for a bigger for a better team basically because this year well since he's been in Boston he can he never really found his touch that it was at the time we thought it was a good trade him going to um, Boston and they got rid of Kyrie and blah 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 that team was young they had cohesion but it turned out not to be that good of a trade but um, not um, Kemba signed a free agency anyway um, they basically traded him. In sign, here, yeah, here. sign, sign and trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with um, with that being said, I still think it was it's a good trade. It's a genius trade. Um, I think it's good for Boston. Um, I think his <clears throat> his time there has run its course. Right. Uh, like you said, it was a good trade, a good sign and trade when he got there. Could have been a fresh start, but Kemba just wasn't able to find his groove, and he wasn't able to stay healthy in Charlotte. I know there's some teams that's out there that's bad, and there's a player or two on there that put up good numbers, like an Aaron Gordon or Evan Fournier in their Magic uniform. Um, but I don't think that was Kimba. I think Kimba was really a good all-star player in Charlotte, and they didn't have the pieces. And then got to Boston, and then everything that goes on with Boston, plus him not being injured—I mean, plus him being injury-prone once he got there—just derailed that being able to work there. Um, going to Oklahoma City, I don't think he's going to do anything in Oklahoma City. I think they're going to trade him to the Lakers. He's going to find his way in the purple and gold uniform. I don't think that's the best thing for them right now. I also hear that the Lakers are interested in Christoph Porzingis if Andre Drummond doesn't re-sign. But my thing about them 
is you got to get players who's going to come and be with LeBron and actually be on the court. Stop bringing in players that's going to come but not be on the court but be on the bench because they always hurt. Exactly. Uh, that don't make any sense to get a Chris down when you already have an AD. You're going to have both of them hurt at the same time and you're going to look stupid. Kimba going to go out there. Now, see, Kimba, if he goes out there plays a couple of games, this is why the Lakers need to wait for the season to play out. But you never know injuries come at any time. Play the season now, Kimba out there looking like old Kimba. You make that trade, mm. get out of here, Kuzma. Bring in Kimba, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to give it time. Like right now, if you do it right now before the season start, because they, you know, it's hot. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna play out. Um, yeah, I feel like it was a good trade for both sides, especially um, OKC. They got another first round pick, and. I, f- I have more faith in Sam Presti than I do with um, Danny Ainge. I don't feel like he's just going to sit on those picks and do nothing with them. But, I mean, I don't know how quickly he'll move them. I feel like you got to get at least... I think he'll use all three of these first-round picks, but then I think maybe next year, the year after that, he'll start moving some of them. You think they're going to keep shy? <sighs> um... He played pretty well this year until he got hurt. So, I don't know. He didn't start tanking. Yeah. Once he got hurt, it was like, forget it. The Celtics also got a good center in return with uh, Moses Brown, I believe. That's his name. I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe yeah. his first name is Moses. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a 2020 game this season. Had a couple of 2012 games. the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of 2012 games. He's 20 years old, 21 years old. So, what are they going to do with Robert Williams? Robert, they, um, our word on the street is they're going to plan on keeping Robert Williams and keep Moses and Tristan Thompson. We'll have to get up out of there. Tristan Thompson is a possibility if Robert Williams go because he probably have more trade value than Tristan. I say so, Robert Williams in Miami. Over Precious. Hey man, you take Precious start. He, he did get some starts. Speaking of Miami, yeah, I say Robert Williams. This man said if the Hawks don't resign John Collins, they'll take him. Y'all take him. Why? We got Bam. Thank you. John Collins played a three. Ew. We can't pass for nothing. We need to, and he's not a great scorer. Not I'm not saying pay him <laughs> starter money. Obviously, if he's not getting starter money with the Hawks, he's not going to get starter money anywhere else. I think they're going to resign him, though. They probably I'm just saying, he'll be he's a pretty a good backup. It depends on what Cam. Anyway. He'll be good depth. It depends <laughs> on what Cam does <laughs> when he come back. You don't think he would be good depth for our team? You don't have to start. I think we need a center. I don't think he would embrace that non-starting role. Yeah, that's not. He's asking for max max money. He can go to a. You can ask for all the money you want. All right. He can arguably say say I'm the second best player on a team that's um, game seven. Can I have a million dollars? Anyway. (laughs) I'm just saying. I just asked for it, though. He has has the cachet to ask for a million dollars, though. Yeah. A million? That's not the line. That's Baby hey, money. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I, you know, I mean, I, I just don't. I felt like it ran its course. I was, I said it. But when John they traded for in him, Miami. Though. We need a center and a point guard. We don't need another power forward. I feel like that would be good depth on the bench. We can use as many scorers as possible. All I'm saying is, scores? I feel like. He only he's goes. Scored. He's not a. He's not a scorer. Well, he get like 13 points scorer. a game. And he plays good defense. Stop it. Anyway, um, 
This is Embiid pushing him hey to man, the goal. All I'm saying is, Kimba, <laughs> before Kimba got there, I told y'all that this was going to blow up in their face, and it did. That's all I wanted to say. Go ahead. Anyway, um, our last genius or BS topic. Tyler, who does Tyler Glassfield play for? The Rays. The Rays. He said the reason he got hurt is because he wasn't cheating. Like, bro. Bro, <laughs> I think that's some BS, bro. Like, I felt a lot of people already say that the game is already in the favor of the pitchers anyway. They already shift. They already um, do all. They already have this. Uh, the mound is closer. I'm just saying, bro. They already have. They keep saying how they want to improve the game, put more plays, put more balls in play, and blah blah blah. And you have pitchers doing this. Like, I don't know. I have, I've never been a pitcher, so it's hard for me to start with them. I pitched when I was in Little League, but after that, I was a, a batter and a, a field player. So, I think it's some BS, bro. How y'all feel about what Bryce said? Yeah, I, was, I wasn't much of a pitcher. The one time I was going to actually get to pitch, we had to go to Birmingham. So I had to choose to go to Granny's house or pitch. And I didn't really care about pitching that much. <laughs> <laughs> You mean I can go outside with a slide in the backyard? Yep, sign me up. Not gonna pitch. <laughs> no cap. Throw my arm out? Nah, I'm good. But yeah, um, I think it's BS. Um, bro, you like not only are you dry snitching, saying that everybody does it. Um, you're basically putting the blame on the MLB because they're enforcing the rules so you're telling me that you didn't get the memo at the beginning of the season when they said that they were going to be testing balls for sticky substances because I remember when we put it on the list of things to talk about when Trevor Bauer was the first one no we didn't have time to talk about it that day we had we I think that was the episode Penny was there so we had to we had a whole bunch of stuff we couldn't talk about. But, um, yeah, I, like, you knew that they were doing this. One, why didn't you why didn't you stop using it at the beginning of the season when you knew that they were going to do that this season? And two, why wouldn't you start doing that when you saw other people getting in trouble for it? Exactly. Like, you had to wait to be physically told you will be suspended to stop doing it? Like, no, like, that's on you. You're stupid. But, I mean, to be fair, MLB is only suspending you 10 days and you still get paid. So, you might as well just keep doing it at this point. Um, But, I mean, for me, I don't even see the point. Like, at this point, you might as well just, like, if the whole argument is that pitchers can't grip the baseball, I don't see why they can't just use the same baseballs as minor leagues and college baseballs. Like, what is the difference? Baseball don't change rules, but I'm saying they use different baseballs. I know, I know like, exactly what you're saying. I know exactly. Like, what, what is saying. the point? And like, what, what, what benefit do you get from using different baseballs? It's not like right. I know the seams are lower, but like, what? It makes it, uh, it, it makes the ball harder to grip. So it gives, I guess, it gives the batter a tad bit more of an advantage because they have to, the pitchers have to be precise. Yeah, whatever. I feel like that's just. That's just stupid. It is. That's just people trying to be smarter than what they really is. Like, that's just trying to, ooh, look at this idea. Like, that just don't make any sense. Like, 
And for this guy right here, you know I don't I suck at names. Tyler Glassnow. Glassnow. Now. Now. Glassnow. Glassnow. Interesting. Um, I don't know what his parents was on, but they didn't make their last name. Uh, They didn't make their own last name. (laughs) I wonder how last name came up. Somebody had to. (laughs) It's weird, but for him to say that, he basically said, "I can't cheat." That what got me hurt. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. We grew up playing sports. You played baseball as a kid. Played baseball in middle school, high school, without using no sticky stuff, right? I know people in high school, Preston Williams, receiver for the Miami Dolphins, went to high school with us. Came to the baseball field and threw an 80 miles per hour fastball right off the rip. No sticky stuff. You don't have to have that on your arm, on your hands, on the ball to be able to do what you do. You're just trying to find an advantage. And sometimes that's cool if it's legal, if in it's legal in the way of the game where it just doesn't affect the game completely and it's just straight out cheating. But you blaming the MLB for something that they told you at the jump of the season and what you thought you was going to do is just continue to cheat your way through everything and thought you was going to be the one in that they don't find doing it and then when they catch you and tell you you're going to be suspended and you don't do it and you get hurt you trying to blame that on the mlb and then blame it on the sticky stuff if sticky stuff is the reason you are good at pitching that is crazy like this just sounds like you just wasn't good and threw your arm out that's what it sounded like yeah, that's that's basically what it is. That's, that's I mean, you just wanted to throw it on somebody else, but yeah. That's all it sounds like. It's like, bro, you you could not be good without cheating. That's how. That's what. It, that's what it comes off as. Like, you can't be good without cheating, and that's not cool. Your arm should be hurt. Stop, stop being trash. Anyway, we're gonna move on to our goldfish memory segment. The first topic is um, NBA players in the um, Olympics. I think it's gonna be a lot of big names opt out of the Olympics this year, especially since the season, with, with the turnaround from last season being so quick, a lot of people are going to take this offseason to rest. Um, I think that's a great idea, though. I do want to see um, Luka. I know he's not going to play for the U.S., but I do want to <laughs> see him. Um, but I still, we it's America. We always had a best basketball team. Except 2004. Yeah, that ain't even throwing shade. It's like, it's on the record book. Um, yeah, I, I, that's one of the main reasons I'm going to watch the Olympics, that gymnastics and track and field. I don't even really care about baseball being an um, Olympic sport because we suck. America sucks when it comes to baseball. Mm-hmm. Look, kids don't play no more. But anyway, um, how y'all feel about the, whole, the Olympics as a whole, really? Um, I love the Olympics because I love like seeing people come up and stand for their country and, and- and how sports bring that together, you know, right. without all the politics and everything, it just brings it together. Although China banning any form of Black Lives Matter talk and stuff like that, you're lame. No but, cap. You know, we're just gonna continue to keep pushing the narrative. But um, I watch Olympic basketball, I watch Olympic swimming, I watch track and field, I watch the uh, the gymnastic stuff, I watch the boxing. I don't, and I don't, I don't really watch nothing else after that. But uh. I think we're still going to win the Olympics. Luca has committed to uh, Sylvania, uh, and he's already oh, yeah, he already over there. He already over there hooping. Uh, you need to stay. You need to take some time off though, because the Mavericks got a shot. Okay. But uh, right now, Damian Lillard, Anthony, uh, I mean David, 
Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Draymond Green, uh, Jason Tatum has already committed to be on the Olympic team this year. So and Bradley Bill and Bradley Bill. So with those five alone, I don't see nobody touching us anyway. So I know the team. I know the team is going to continue to fill out, um, and it's probably going to get a couple of more veterans in. Who knows? KD might even play. Uh, we'll just see. Hey man, shout see. out to my boy Ek real quick, just because. <laughs> that was a funny time to try to pronounce his name. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do I'm it. I'm not gonna do it. Don't he do gonna it. fight. <laughs> don't, do don't do it. But yes, um, um, I said, I mean, it's cool. I like the Olympic team. It's gonna be something to watch. I know they're gonna win. I don't really care. I I remember that time we were at camp and we watched the Olympics. I want to say it was 2012. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's fun when it's on. I'm not gonna watch the Olympics like I said this year. I, I didn't like how they handled the. It's not that you said that you can't protest, but y'all specifically said black, no Black Lives Matter protest. Now nah, I'm good on that. Um, I watched Simone Biles because it'll be our last run. But other than that, nah. Y'all got it's a last run. I mean, not officially, I but she's it. 24. She ain't got nothing running in 28. No. no. Like, gymnastics. Gymnastics like 24 is old. Right. Like, Ali Raceman was old at 22. So. You can't do flips at 28? You can. I mean, you can, but the odds of you still being uh, elite. Think about old. it. My knees started at what? The peak Six. for, um, my niece, I mean, my sister said the peak for gymnastics is like 16 to 18 or 20. 16 to 18 That's crazy Yeah Why? Because of The science of the body Or something Like what I don't know I don't know I just know that Their peak is A lot younger So It's like being in the middle uh, It's like Because you start so young Because you start so young And you eligible For the Olympics Like 16 I think Oh People get tired At a young age I mean I'm pretty sure If she put her mind to it She could still do it I feel like at that point she probably wouldn't even really want to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I I at least thought they could go at least until thirty. I, I feel like you can go as long as you want to. It's more or less. Do I really want to get up for it? Cause you know how a lot of um, people say they don't mind still playing and practicing. They, it's all the other stuff that come with it. So I get it. I get. But I was just saying that the other day. Like if we could if we could just show up on game day, I wouldn't mind playing. I, it's all the other stuff that come with it. Sitting in meetings, having to go, having to show up to all these events that you don't feel like going to. Man, I, in order to get the money that you receive, you are obligated to do things like that. I'm not even talking about then. I'm talking about like even at like the high school level or college level. All these extra meetings we have. You practice all, especially during camp. You practice all day. Then you still go sit in meetings. You got to go watch film, practice again. Like, bro, I just want to play. I feel like that's the, that's what you signed up for. The- uh, yeah. You, you, it's, as long as you're still in love with the grind, then you fine. But once you, once you're not in love with the grind no more and your heart not really in it, that's when you should retire. Okay. And I think that applies to life. Oh, yeah. every, every job has its unnecessary things. No okay. cap. I don't know how we ended up here, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. that, yeah, I, I was just saying that um, Yeah, their peak is 16 to 18 So yeah, the eyes of her 
knowing another run will be slim to none. If she do, she if she do, she's the goat, goat for real. <laughs> See, that's funny because I said when I when my sister texted that the peak was sixteen to eighteen, I said, ah, so she is the goat, goat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be watching at all. But I mean, I, the basketball team is gonna be cool. But I I think it was on the eye couple that I heard this. Like, if we're talking about all this. Um, the lack of rest in the short off season, then why are we still sending NBA players to the Olympics in the first place? Like, why don't we just send college players or something? Like, even if we lose, who cares? Like, we know we still had the best players in the world. I don't know. I think it's just a representation type thing. I feel like these, I think professional athletes should be the one to go out there and, and represent the country. I don't think college kids should. College kids should do the, what is it? But they don't you, send professional you, athletes in baseball. That's true. But, I mean, it's professional athletes in baseball in high school, so that's different. But they don't send those athletes. What you mean? Like, they don't send those athletes from high school? I don't know exactly who they send, but they're not sending, like, top-tier athletes. Yeah. They have a USA team. Like, it's a it's a, a program, basically. Now they have travel uh, ball, basically like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's different. That sounds... That's... Sounds like a baseball type thing though. Baseball kind of right. That but my stuff. my point is, if we're not doing all that from what's it called for baseball, so, then why do we have to do all that for certain basketball? sports? Means more certain like certain sports. Certain sports have yeah. more impact than they're gonna draw more eyes. Baseball yeah. is a baseball is relatively you know what you're gonna get. Kind of like Spanish, white. You know what I'm saying? Basketball is. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we can still have our global dominance with college players. Not anymore. They don't want to go to college. Yeah, <laughs> send somebody. You don't have to send the top tier people. Like, and then like say if Jason Tatum come back, or what happened to Paul George while he was over there. But that was Paul an anomaly too. though. Like most people, hey, most people come back from that and be better. Actually, I guess. Actually, LeBron huh. went and came back. Twice as good. Yeah, he came back with two twice as good teammates. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder stared each other down. That's always, uh, man, just fight at this point. Bro. I'm just, bro, we already know what's gonna happen. Tyson Fury gonna knock him out, or he gonna um, piece him up. Either way, Deontay Wilder is not gonna beat Tyson Fury. Deontay, oh, Fury's already taking his best shot and walked him down. He took his best shot in the first one and then walked him down the second one. So that's the, like, there's literally the game plan to beat Deontay Wilder. And I don't think, I mean, he got knockout power. Like, of course, if he catch him with one punch. But I think Tyson Fury is the more skilled boxer. And I don't even watch boxing like that. Uh, it's my favorite topic. Let's go. Hey. These fools stared each other down for five minutes straight. <laughs> they just looked at each other for five minutes straight. And I'm like, this fight better be epic. Right, no One of these six foot five plus dudes better fall to the ground, face up, how um, Channing Crowder say on I Am Athlete with Djibouti in the air. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's what they need to be. Um, Deontay Wilder had his headphones on the whole time during the press conference, didn't answer any questions, just just stared out into space the whole time and Tyson Fury was like no respect 
uh, trying to promote the fight, and he ended up going on to explaining how he's gonna beat Wilder. He's gonna beat him up the same way he did before because he said he lacked skill and stuff like that. This fight is actually pretty interesting. Uh, I don't like the fact that Wilder had his headphones on the whole time and wasn't answering questions because when you get your ass beat that bad, you better answer some questions. You better come back and, and give the fans, your supporters, the media, whatever, some type of indication that you're mentally there. Tyson Fury said in the conference, was like, he's not there. Messed him up. He's not there mentally. Like, when you have somebody on the opposite end just blatantly disrespecting you, talking to you crazy, telling you how they're going to do you, my heart wants to, my heart believes that Wilder's going to go out there and put on for our culture and actually go out there and knock this dude out. Because there's no way you're one of us and you let this man do this to you and talk to you like this. Can't be. And you say you from Alabama? My, I got time. folks from Alabama. They don't act like that. Roll time. Come Roll on now. Time. That guy. Come on now. Y'all ain't no boxers, but I don't see y'all act like that. <laughs> so, while you got to step up and do something. And my heart want to say he's going to come out and do that. But my mind's just like, nah, Tyson Fury's just that dude. You know, he's he's a trained boxer. He's physically gifted. He's 6'6". And he said he's going to pound. He's going to gain more weight after the weigh-ins just so he can lay on him. So he can physically abuse this guy. This guy is basically talking a murder scheme on you, and you're just sitting there not answering no questions. You better be sitting behind them glasses and the headphones locked in. Like you want to go catch a charge when you get in that ring with him. Because if you get knocked out or pieced up, you can't get back in that ring ever again. Your career is dead. Your career is done. There's no more championship bouts for you. And if it is, the steam is all the way off. You got hit by this dude and went into a complete black hole fishing and stuff and then all of a sudden now you back you ain't do no promotion for this fight you have yet to give anybody any hope that you can do this you have everybody talking about how bad you is and how you're gonna get knocked out so i hope in deontay wilder camp in his mind that he's over there using this as fuel maybe getting the mamba mentality letting all of this come over him and like they doubting me they doubting me i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna prove everybody wrong since you're not say, saying anything to give anybody no hope, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? It's just the optics look weird. Like, you just really getting beat down by this big white man, and this white man is talking down on you. You're not saying nothing. The optics just look weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just don't sit right nowadays. You got to stand up. <laughs> okay. You got to stand no up. Okay. Hey, man. This is cool. It gets boxing back out there, yes. but I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't care. It's, right. I mean, it's it's something. They stared each other down. This is gonna it's gonna get them riled up. But like Kevin told me, bro, like if if you go out there and get knocked out again, bro, you just gotta hang it up. Like nobody wants to hear from you again. That's the difference between uh, boxing and the UFC. This is literally the biggest fight of his career. Because if he loses, it's over with. Right. Like, that was one of the things with Mike Tyson. Once he got knocked out, I can't remember by who. They say it all the time. Douglas? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Buster Douglas. Yeah, once he he got knocked out, nobody was really fearing him after that. I mean, they was fearing him, but he, he mentally. I mean, but there were people, like... There were before that. I gave people hope. He wasn't in, right. He wasn't there were before that. then. Nobody wanted to get in the ring with Mike Tyson. True. After that, they was like, "I'll take that payday. I'll mm. take that." <laughs> like I, I would definitely do that. But nah, 
Um, I mean, it's cool, but since you got to talk about your favorite sport, this man Vlad Jr. just hit his 23rd home run in the season. That's just crazy. like his daddy. That is crazy. Yeah, sir. Uh, speaking of home runs, Shohei Otani's in the home run derby this year. Yes, sir. Like Jordan said. Um, Vlad's going to be my favorite player. I don't really uh-huh. care. I want my boy Roy to win anyway. And I'm still mad that the All-Star game ain't here. I'm going to watch it. Of course I'm going to watch it. Politics. Hey, man. Stupid. Like y'all, like Jordan says all the time, y'all moved it from here over voting rights. And they have the same voting rights. And, I mean, um, but just look at man. look at what the governor said yesterday about yeah, So you, it's a... Uh, it's probably pretty smart for them. They reasons probably. Hey, man. We're talking all this about Brian Kemp. Y'all make sure we vote him out next year. 2022, we get him out of here. But did Denver's governor say anything in support of Jonesy? That ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Hey, nah, man, I was just saying. If we gonna if we gonna talk about if we gonna talk about somebody downplaying Juneteenth, saying that it ain't a holiday, where your where your support? Where we needed this a long time ago. This is this should have been had. Where that at? Okay, right here. Shout out to not another sports. I'm player. just saying. <laughs> if we gonna call somebody out, call them out. Some states have. We, hey man, as a, I get as a country, that. we not all the way there, but some states are closer than others. I don't think Denver is that much closer, buddy. <laughs> They're closer than Georgia. Yeah, yeah. In several okay. things. Burr. Two steps in front of you is not that much farther. But they in front. Hey, man, two steps in front of you. You win a race by two steps. Anyway. I mean, um, you show get your hey food first by two steps. Show hey Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know if I'd say he'll be my favorite player just because it's going to be hard for you to be better than Trevor Bauer in my book, Walker Bueller in my book, um, Ian Anderson in my book. Skills-wise or just like? No, just my favorite players. Um, I mean, I've I've told you, he's he's legit. (laughs) He ain't going to win in a home run derby. My boy Roy ain't going. Yeah, I think my boy Roy got it. He should have won it last year. Two years ago. Two years ago, but he got robbed. He um, did. But, I mean, I feel like, yeah, those are just the pitchers. We're not talking about, like, players, players. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I mean, he's, I like him. I, I just don't know how high he can get up in my top five. I just I don't love even the know. versatility. Players, just players alone. Mookie, well, not, no particular order. Mookie, Roy. Ozzy, shoot, Dansby getting up there. Ian, the um, whole Braves starting lineup. <laughs> uh, Soroka, even though he's still hurt, I still like Soroka. Oscar Noah, well, Oscar Noah, that's seven. <laughs> These are just Braves players, I'm about dog. To say, Braves team. <laughs> I, just, I just told you the whole Braves seven. lineup. I ain't even put Pache. Austin Riley. He he gonna get in there eventually. Pache, Pache, that's eight. Um, um, they got the whole line. Ozuna. <laughs> hey man, I, was, free Ozuna. I didn't. If, I wouldn't yeah. say Ozuna was not my favorite, up. but he was. I liked him. He wasn't. He wasn't in my favorites. He was my favorite that contract year. Was that last year? Last year, did we? Yeah, I mean, he definitely did more than Josh Donaldson did. I'll give you that. He, Josh he Donaldson more came on at the end of that year, but yeah, in the playoffs he was trash. Yeah, he was. I agree. But um, I feel like he did. He brought more than he brought more to the team than Josh Donaldson did. So I will say I like him, but I wouldn't put him as my favorite player. But, but non-Braves, I would say Mookie, 
Mike Trout. Um, what's brand name from um, the, the Angels? The, the Angels outfielder. He used to play for the Rays. Joe Adele. I like Joe Adele. Um, what is brand name? Uh, Springer. George Springer. From Houston? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheating out. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, it's gonna be hard for him to be in my tops just for favorites. But I do like him. He's a good player. I think he's well deserving to be in the home run derby. I think he could have a shot at MVP if he can keep the pace with Vlad Jr. But right now, I still got Vlad Jr. winning it. I think just, just the versatility monster. makes it more special to watch. You know, it does. It does. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's it's. It's a lot harder than people give you credit for. Because he can because really go out there and shut your whole offense down and then contribute some runs. Yes, because you... What people do. It's a full-time job to be a starting pitcher. Like, you don't have anything... Like, you literally have to devote your full-time to being a starting pitcher. And to still be able to do that and get in the cages and to be a right fielder as well... You don't got no keys. That's yeah, you can't. <laughs> you definitely don't play no. You don't play no video games. Nothing. You literally just play baseball. So yeah, I I feel like that's real impressive. I wouldn't. All that being said, I still want Roy to win home run derby, and I don't think he'll be in my top in the favorites. But I do like him as a player, and I wouldn't be upset if he did beat Vlad in MVP, especially. If he can like keep it within five to ten home runs, right now I think he's at eighteen and Vlad is at twenty three. So if he can keep that pace, like not too far behind, then I think he has an even better shot at winning. The Angels winning some games. They win some games. See, baseball it don't matter if you yeah, win or not at all. Cause Mike uh, Trout has been MVP multiple years. Yes, yeah, so and he's. Uh, yeah, I think he's only finished outside of the top two once. So. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and, and he hurts. He's still hurt right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even know. He probably. Yeah, he's a man. Might as well. It's like, I think he might have been out for like four to six weeks. So he might be coming back soon if he isn't already back. But it's crazy. I can't say no Yankees, my favorite player. Mike Trout and uh, be playing at 42 Doug and uh, Lil 42 Baby's Doug. Home. 42. I said what I said. Um, and little baby's song, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm paid. Shut I'm up, dead. Shut Wait, up. Is his Mike name four two Doug or four yes, two Doug? Four two Doug. Yeah. Hey man, I 42. said the same thing. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. I don't be listening to his music. So. <laughs> but young me, young ma. We used to call her everything. I no. still call her young ma. Yeah. No, I call her young me. Shut up, damn man. Yeah, she be she be getting she be getting busy on she's. She be having some bars, man. That's car it. confessions. That, okay. That's what that's, that's my song. In the car. I like oh, car confessions. Anyway, that's years old. She needs okay. some Shout out, shout out to the shot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like um, I I like what they got going on. But speaking of not having to win, Degrom wins uh, Cy Young all the time, and he don't. Um, what's the call? Yeah, yeah, baseball actually focuses on the stats and the actual production, right. not team. I feel like you should have awards for teams. Then you have your individual awards because those are completely different. Baseball usually get it right though with their MVPs. I never hear nobody really have any complaints about how the awards are win. Mm, I feel like Freddie should have won it the year um, before he won it. What's it called? Mookie won. Nah. Um, 
What's her name? Bellinger. Bellinger. Bellinger did win one that I felt like Freeman really should have won. No, that no, was the one Royal was supposed to win. Bellinger. He plays for the uh, Dodgers. I feel like... He didn't play for Houston? Mm-mm. They play, he played against Houston in the World Series. Nah, I feel like... I feel like... Uh, Roy sh- I mean, Freddie should have won the one that Bellinger won. And he also should have won that... One that... Um, what's Brett from the Brewers' name? Uh, Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich. I ain't heard from him since. He fell off. Same thing, <laughs> same thing with Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun won the MVP and fell off in Milwaukee. Got that PED suspension and it was over with. Yeah. I feel like both of those players got one that Freddie should have won. But uh, Christian Yelch was actually hard that game. I think he was on I think he won it just because he got the Brewers in the playoffs. That's when wins matter. <laughs> right. And i that's what I'm saying. Like Every now and then they'll give it to a storyline, but nine times out of ten it's more stat based. Well, we got one more segment before we get out of here. It's called "Pick the Ending." This week's question is: If you had, if you could only watch five movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? I guess I'll go first. Um, I said Friday, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, um, The Temptations, and Four Brothers. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid list. Brandon we, tried to deep on my list. Hey, man. I picked the four. Hey, man. Great movies is great movies. <laughs> <laughs> great movies are great movies. Jordan said he wouldn't pick um, both two two movies of the same series, but hey. I thought you said the trilogy of Friday. No. no I, said, I didn't say that. I said I can't dark. remember who no, said that. No, that was Miles. Miles said that. <laughs> this man said... Out of his five movies, he gonna put three of bruh, the Fridays. Nah, nah. Like, bro, really? All three of the Fridays ain't even. Bro, nothing hits like the first one, really. The second, mm, the second, I don't know. The, the second, second one's one pretty funny. funny. Second one is pretty funny, but the third one. I mean, they none of them all of them bad. are great. All of them are great, yeah. but the third one has probably the funniest moments. The second one was just strictly comedy. But mm-hmm. like straight funny moments, like the third one has its funny moments. <laughs> Extra medium. <laughs> Holy moly, don't I shop. <laughs> All of these yeah. movies was funny, man. Every single one. How am I supposed to know what happened to the last security guard? You don't even know what happened to the last security guard. <laughs> Go, yeah. Daddy, what I look like? Like a damn snitch. <laughs> so yeah, I would say the third one probably the funniest. But um, let's see. I this basically came because I was watching Friday last week, and I've said that it was a top five movie of all time. But I was told that that was too hard of a list to come up with because movies are too subjective. So I basically had to narrow down the question to if you could pick five movies, what would they be? Mm-hmm. So I went with Friday, The Temptations. Um, the Hangover 2. What was my fourth and fifth? Dang, I should have wrote it down. Four Brothers and something else. You said it in the car. Friday, The Temptations. Four Brothers was one of them. And it was... Um, oh, Dope. Dope. I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen Dope since that summer that it came out. Like, I was in the movies every single day. <laughs> My mom let me get the car that year, so I literally had nothing else to do. Like, 
No cap. I would leave football practice and go home, get in the shower, then go to the movies. Like I, I literally had nothing else to do. So, yeah. I would go see Dope in the morning, and then when Dope was over, Ted 2 would come on like 10, 15 minutes after that. I would have to find something to do for those like 20, 30 minutes because I wouldn't sit in the previews. No cap. So, I would just walk around in there and then just go see two movies in one day, then come back home. Uh, for me, uh, when I was reading this question, it kind of was hard for me to get five, but I got the top. I got got them right on my head. It was like eight because these movies were great. So if I was able to only get one of these five, I'd be happy. And it's Friday, uh, Four Brothers, Simpsons movie, uh, Super 8, uh, Dope, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Any Spider-Man movie and um, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, I like the Dark Knight. I just don't know if the way my humor is set up, I don't know if I could commit a whole movie to something that doesn't have any funny moments in it. Like I don't, I can't sit in a whole movie very often. Like I can't commit to something that's not funny. That story plot was so great. I mean, oh, it, it's definitely a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Definitely a great movie. Probably one of the best opening scenes in movie history. Yeah. It's <laughs> very hard to argue with that opening scene. But that being said, I like to laugh. And I don't know if I can commit a whole movie to something that wasn't funny like at all. Like, at least in all the other movies, they were funny. Like Even though Dope serious. didn't have funny lines, it have funny moments that you could laugh at like when bro was taking like when bro was pooping outside and he threw up <laughs> he threw up on old girl yeah old girl threw up on him yeah i gotta go back and watch that movie i definitely gotta watch that movie honorable mention is also is this is the uh this is the end where uh jonah hill uh mike uh i forgot all the names craig robertson all of that it was just basically the these all comedians gather at uh at uh what's his name What's his name? What's his name? Joe Franco. What's his name? What's his name? He played in Spider-Man as the Green Goblin's son. Oh, I know who you're talking about. James James Franco. Yeah, they all came to James Franco's house, and they ended up being the apocalypse. Kevin Hart, Rihanna, all of that was in there. They went to hell and stuff like that. They had to end up being figuring out how to repent to go to heaven. It was hilarious. Oh, since we're doing honorable (laughs) mentions, um, Project X, when I was in college, that was our motto for every party, bro. Yeah. That movie is hilarious. And shout out to Project X. I done had me a couple Project X parties. <laughs> hey, it's Juneteenth. Let's have a black man. What y'all trying to do today? Yeah, my Project X. Uh, I mean, not my project. My honorable mention would probably have to be um, Life. That movie is. Ah, uh, okay. how you forget Life? Yeah, yeah, that movie is. Nah, for the rest of my life, I don't know if I want to watch Life. That movie too long. It's too, a very long too movie. Long. It's a very long movie. It's a couple long movies on this list. Now, granted, yeah. I got Guardians Temptation. of the Valley. Ga- Temptations Galaxy. is a pretty long movie. That Black Panther. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to watch the whole movie. Mm-hmm. That's not a requirement. <laughs> I know. I picked yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's two hours. Any Spider-Man movie. Is about it's two just hours. you have the ability to watch it. Right. Yeah. Like you don't forget every other movie, but you just can't watch those movies anymore. Definitely. So shout out to Super Eight though. That's an underrated movie. It's a real underrated movie. 
Don't they see that? Go check it out. Yeah, I've never seen that. What's it about? It's like a like an alien type thing, sci-fi type movie. Yeah. Everybody good? Yeah, I'm good. Well, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. Not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all those social media sites. At Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevin. Yes, sir. And this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. You can follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at in, on not another sports podcast and on Twitter at in underscore a underscore s underscore podcast. Um, shout out to everybody watching live. We do this every Saturday at 1 30 um, on the cool telly YouTube page. Um, you can also follow I me. Mean, you can also listen to us on our audio platforms by searching not another sports podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Um, Don't put nothing in front of no it. Just not another sports podcast. <laughs> no cap. We have a black and red logo. No other colors. Anybody else? Sucks. Anybody else? What? I said those Florida colors suck. Florida is awesome. But the people who might have our name are not us. They can't be us. It's only one not another sports podcast. Tell them again. And okay. they use the Gators colors, which made them extra co- uncool. Um, no cap. Those <laughs> colors suck. Yeah, Thank th- you. Those Thanks colors, for agreeing with us. No, those colors rule. But when it's not used for Gator purposes, they're rad. They're rad. <laughs> we fit the all audience from guys. This guy. We fit in all crowds. Hey, you know man. what I'm saying? And with all of that being said, I want to say I got two projects coming for the rest of this year. Run it's, that up. Um, called Everlasting with my boy Key Don't Play. Run and it up. I got my the big album. I think I'm putting a lot of time. Put this whole year into this. Even though I put out a lot of music, this is what I've been putting my lot of time into. Hi, Mamba too. Um, it it's gonna come. It's gonna be really, really good. Got a lot of good music on it. Good features, narrated by the mother of my son Zion. Okay. So it's gonna be hard. Run that up. Yes, sir. We live. So, and wash your hands and go Gators. Black Lives Matter. Roll, Roll tide. tide. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Yes, sir.